Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. As usual, we are going to take our lovely little go around the virtual table to reintroduce you to all of our players and their characters. So going opposite direction this time, we start with the wonderful Gia and her Eldritch Horror Chatwin. Hi, it's me, Eldritch Horror Gia and wonderful Chatwin. I'm playing Chatwin Darcy, a reborn half-elf uh, sorcerer, having a wonderful time as always. And what a wonderful time it is indeed. And we move on to her partner in crime, Nathan. Oh, way, hello there, everyone. I'm Nathan, and I play uh, Rubo, fuckboy extraordinaire, Asimar pain in the ass. That's me. And what a pain in the ass he can be at times. Getting up to shenanigans and falling for the character of the next player I'm about to introduce, Rosie. Hello, I am Rosie, and I play Elon, a champion fighter from the city of Korea. And um, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Apparently not, because you forgot to say Ultimate Pretty Boy. <laughs> I have not said Ultimate Pretty Boy last episode, ma'am. I'm trying to get away from it. Fair enough. Well, we will step away from the still pretty boy and go to the star of our last episode, the character of which is a starry boy in and of itself, Andrew. Oh, uh, yes, it is I, Andrew, the starry one playing Thu, the also starry one. And he's here he is going back to school, learning tons of things about his past, and, and who knows what other totally not horrible things we'll learn today. Hopefully not too horrible for you, but we'll see. Last but not least, the ever-wonderful dad of the party and his player, Jeremy. Hello, everyone. I am Jeremy, and I play Damien. Damien is a resident dad, blacksmith, and craftsman galore, apparently, as I discovered that I have expertise in a ton of skills, because any skill I'm proficient with, I have expertise, and I can make any tool which gives me proficiency in them for a period of time. That's a crazy concept. Well, shit. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Mr. Expert at everything. With that, we will move into our recap. So, last time... The party finished the last leg of their journey from Garibia, the city on the outskirts of the Howling Dunes, to the Stargrove, home or previous home of Thelthu, before he lost his memory and began his journey with our little group. After hours on the road, some little conversations here and there, some forging ideas and dick size. The smutty book. Don't forget the smutty book. All the smut. A very smutty book that was read in the corner of the cart by Rubo. Gotta share the book afterwards. We all gotta take turns reading it. We'll get there. Indeed you do. <laughs> They moved into the Stargrove once they arrived and were immediately tracked by uh, what appeared to be a small group of lizard folk who later revealed themselves to be part of Thalthu's tribe that lived within the Stargrove. Thalthu received a very reluctant welcome at his return as tensions rose and it was very quickly realized that Many people did not want Thelthu to come back, but Thelthu has sought the knowledge of Muttet, who seems to be the wise elder and teacher of the village, who has offered to help him regain his memories. So, as we return, before we dive into that recollection of his memories, we jump back to the rest of the group who would have been waiting outside very briefly. As Thelthu walked away, Laggard would have turned to all of you and essentially told you to make yourselves at home. You are our guests, after all. So get comfortable if there's food, drink, anything you need. We are happy to provide it. 
I must return to my hunting trip as it was interrupted. But if there's anything you will need, um, my wife, Lorna. And he points out another lizard folk off chopping vegetables near the large pot that seems to be making some sort of stew. We'll be happy to assist you. Um, do you all have, do you have an alchemist here? And he kind of looks at you a little confused. I know not of this alchemy that you speak. I'm sorry. Right, never mind. <sighs> Silently suffering. <laughs> we do have a variety of herbalists that work with the plants. and Doesn't work. Oh, Larina, was it? Uh, would you mind if I see you off? I, I just would like to ask you a few questions. Uh, Lorna's my wife. Laggard is my name. L- Laggard, I apologize. I'm not particularly good at names. That is quite all right. Um, of course. It took it took me quite a while to get Theltu's name correct. His is a more difficult one to pronounce, yes. Has he been well? Yeah, he's been really well. He uh, He helped me out a lot in my darkest point. He was always a kind soul. I'm not surprised. Mm. Is anybody else going to say anything, or is Damien just going to walk off with him? Rubo's chilling. All right. Damien's going to walk off with him, then. All right. And you guys kind of walk and talk. Yep. He'll look at him and be like, So I got a question for you. I can't help but notice how everyone looks at Theltu. And it's a little disturbing, knowing how much of a, a kind individual he has to be given so much hatred. And Laggard kind of nods a little solemnly. Well, after he... Um, has he said anything about how he ended up with your your group? No, he, he says he doesn't remember anything. And that uh, all he knows is he gets... He sees things occasionally and the stars are guiding him on his path. And I believe him. He, he helped my wife pass away. Uh, she was... She'd been dead a while and... A man brought her back from the dead, and he helped her get rest. And that's a price that's be very hard for me to repay. I see. Well, I'm very sorry about your wife, and I'm glad he was able to assist with this. It seems he at least still remembers the teachings of the stars. The issue of Theldu's return is very complicated, and a lot of it has nothing to do with him himself and the actions that came after he, after his soul was sent to the stars. For a brief period of time. You're saying that he died? He nods. There's just one really important thing I want to know. Are your people going to cause problems with the other? Are they going to try and hurt him? That is not our way. We may exile him, possibly, if the anger continues to swell. And there is quite a lot of it. But no one will harm him physically. I see. Good. I can... I can rest a little easier that way. Well, depending on what Mutit does, it may take a while. I don't know how much she's going to want to tell him. I must go. All right. Well, I do. I do appreciate you answering my questions. I'll. I'll head on back. Of course. Please make yourself comfortable. And he's going to, like, say, "May the stars bless your travels." And he kind of nods, and yours as well. I'll go back to the group. As Damien returns from the forest, we jump back to Theltu as you are guided along through what appears to almost be a corridor of a variety of different memories. Almost like you're walking through a museum as a kid, like holding your mom's hand or something. You see flashes of a young boy with a happy life a mother and a father, learning the ways of plants and the stars and living off the land and exploring. You see, after a time, around seven or eight years, the mother stops appearing in a lot of your memories. There's a brief memory of some sickness as well, but it came on quick and it took her quick. And you never remember your father being as happy after that. But you remember... Mutit's teachings of many useful skills. You remember your rivalries with Laggard as you aimed to outperform each other in said tasks like fishing and hunting and 
but he was always much better at the more physical skills while you excelled with things that required intelligence and wisdom and especially connecting with the stars. And then you come across the memory of you and him, now young adults, barely no longer teenagers, making your way through the rocks. And you remember a little further as you slip and fall and laggard crying after you as your head hits a rock and you no longer feel anything. And that's the last thing you remember before you woke under the stars. And just as gently as she guided you in, Mutit guides you out of your memories and back into the, the tree trunk, candles burning, and waits expectant expectantly as you open your eyes. I think as he does so, he actually takes a breath in and out, something he hasn't done pretty much this whole time. And what of my father, then? You see her eyes soften as she kind of squeezes your hands gently. After you left, there was some trouble. Your father did not take well to losing the only remaining family he had left. So he, um, when Laggard brought you back, he was heartbroken. He sat with your body for days and would not let anyone inside until finally he came out carrying you, looking like he hadn't slept at all, raving on about how the stars had aligned and you were chosen, that you were our next leader. You know we haven't done that ritual in decades. No one's come along, but I don't know if I just wanted it to be true. You always had more of a connection with the stars than anyone else I could remember. I couldn't see why Horikosh would not choose you, but at the same time, it appears we were wrong. We conducted the ritual, and the stars weren't aligned. You came back, but there was some sort of burst of energy or something. Well, obviously you came back. We didn't know it at the time. It threw everyone feet back into the trees and knocked over, knocked over trees, over structures, everything we built. Your father and a few others were killed. We lost at least a dozen people. I see. Uh, I suppose you don't know why I'm here then. Well, I can assume that you not having remembered anything, you would seek some form of answer. Is there something else you're here for? Oh, I, I meant it as, well, why I'm back alive if the stars were misaligned and such. That is certainly the question. The stars do work in mysterious ways, and uh, I hate to say it, but none of us have really had much of a connection with them since. I think his face probably grows a lot. He probably wasn't showing much emotion for that whole conversation, despite it being very emotional. I think at this point, dark, face definitely darkens. I had presumed it was just something I was... I had lost that connection. It appears the whole tribe has. And she kind of places a hand kind of gently on your shoulder at this point. Having let go of your hands as she was explaining... The stars definitely work in mysterious ways, but what if, what if you were sent to fix it? What if that is your purpose in returning? Even if it's not what they intended, it's what I intend. Well, if anyone can reach Horikosh, plead for him to grant us some favor, something, it's you. And I think these blessings that you've come back with, and the fact that you have come back at all, Proves that. Stay till nightfall. Try. Commune with the stars. If I will try here, certainly. But have you heard of the temples? I The name escapes me, but there's a temple to Horikosh. Not how we worship him in the stars, but others do it differently. I have heard of this place, yes. It's, I believe they call it the Circle of Temples? Yes, that's, that's right. Yes. I've I've heard of this place. I've never had the privilege of making the pilgrimage myself. But some of our leaders in the past have. They've said that the signal is always not necessarily clearer there. 
but it's a way to have an actual conversation with Horakosh if needed. Well, then I will attempt to commune with him tonight under the stars here. And failing that, I, well, me and the others were planning on heading that way anyway. So I suppose it's, well, the stars do still guide. And she nods. So you do not plan to stay? I, um, I'm not sure. I, there are things that we need, I need to see through, I think, at least for some time. And, well, just clear many of the others don't. Well, there's an unease out there. Of course, but you came back, but still by tradition of ritual that still makes you our leader, Thelthu. It pauses for a minute, but, well, if it makes me our leader, then, well, you said it yourself, leaders had gone to the temples before, and I will follow in their footsteps. I think that will cement it and perhaps return the favor of Horkosh to our tribe here. And if anything, it it could, well, if I make that journey in return, it could appease the others, perhaps. It's possible. Many of them, I don't know if they'll accept you. They lost family. Kind of nod and say, I, I understand. And after all that, if they, they won't accept me, then well, there's a large world out there. I can find my own patch to stare at the stars and worship, or per- perhaps the... Uh, We'll continue journeying with the others and see what are. The stars haven't faded for all of us. Yes. Tell me about these others. Well, it's they're a good lot. By happen chance, I ran into them. We have gone through some things. I have applied your teachings about the stars and souls. It's, well, it'd probably be easier for them to tell, speak about themselves and me to recount uh, them to you, but is there anything specific? Do they treat you well? Oh, certainly. I've learned a lot from them. She kind of smiles a bit. Then, whether you stay or not, as long as I know you're taken care of, that's all I care about. Kind of smile and nod and say I most definitely am. And I can take care of myself. I'm sure you can. One thing that I've learned as I grow old, Belthu, One may handle many things on their own, many hardships, many joys, find many pleasures in life. But in some instances, some very rare but sweet instances, having those that care about you and that you trust by your side makes the good moments just a bit sweeter. Cherish those moments while you can. I will. I will certainly. Very good. Now take me to meet these friends of yours. Of course. They presume they are just outside around the village. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll stand up and probably help her up if she needs it. And she would gladly accept the help as her bones start to crack again as she stands. And as you exit, we will briefly cut back once again to the rest of the party. Uh, is there anything you guys would want to do while you're waiting for Thelthu to have this conversation? Elon is definitely like he takes out his little book pretty much and is outside drawing kind of like the scene a little bit and then on another page kind of looking at people and trying to sketch that pretty much and writing down information of what he's seen etc for home okay make me a quick history check to see how accurately the drawings and stuff come out all right 14 plus 3, 17. Okay. With a 17, the drawings come out pretty accurate. You manage to get some decent sketches of like a couple lizard folk and the forest uh, surrounding you and the grove that you're in uh, without much issue. Other than that, that's all Elon is doing. Alrighty. Chatwin sits in the back of the cart again once... We come to a stop and Damien comes back and Elon's doing his thing. Uh, I just sit in the back of the cart. And I am just looking around thinking about how familiar the scene feels. And I just sit and read over Rubo's shoulder, <laughs> the smut book. 
I, I have been. Uh, I'll say that like he he's peeking out of the his his little secret spot right now, so it is probably in view. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damien is watching where Thialthu went off to and is waiting for him. Alright. And you would watch and wait for a good I'd say it would probably take half an hour almost with the full run through of all of Thelthu's memories and the conversation that follows. And after a while, with Rubo and Chatwin tucked off to the side, reading the smutty book as it gets to a particularly raunchy part. Chatwin! What? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, keep, no, keep the page open. This is, this is horrible. I know, right? <laughs> but it's, it's kind of so horrible that it's good. I know, I just... Ugh, why are men... <laughs> you know, I I kind of get it, but I also kind of don't. I don't know. I never got it. I never got it. I, I always... Why are men? Ugh. Anyways, t- next page. Next page. You're faster reading than I'm. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and as you fight over whether or not you should turn the page, Elon sits and finishes up the last of his sketches. Felthu, you would duck out of the tree trunk and with Mutit following very close behind, make your way back to your friends. Yeah, and seeing as pretty everyone is still up by the cart, right? <laughs> no one moved. Scared of this place, man. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't know the situation. This is your house, even though, like, I guess your friend was like, yeah, make yourself at home. At the same time, they're like, don't just they were mad at you and it's like uh like over at the friend's house for the first time and we're just gonna stay perched on the couch <laughs> they they our friend did forget to give us a blanket so we are sleeping <laughs> with like a pillow as our blanket. Yeah, yeah 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 that kind of vibe but it's like also that friend who has like a, a weird mom that's always asking you questions or watching you for the littlest fuck up so you're just like what do we do our friend's not here yeah Left us alone with your weird family. <laughs> you did leave your shoes. We did leave our shoes on and everyone takes their shoes off. So that's kind of. Yeah, but it's like kind of too late to take the shoes off now. It'd be awkward. Yeah, I mean, you can't take them off in the middle of the house. Yeah, you can't. This metaphor has gone on too long, but it fits it perfectly. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Uh, leading to the group who's still up by the cart goes, uh. Well, everything went fine, and I would like you to meet my, uh, well, teacher, uh, Muttit. And I'll wait for everyone to at least pop their heads up from <laughs> whatever they were doing, and then introduce everyone. Uh, probably starting the those two that, you know, he'll gesture in each one I say the names, you know, Chatwin, Rubo, Elon, and then Damien. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure is all mine. I hear you've taken good care of him. And he's taking good care of us. I'm glad to hear that. And she kind of sees that you're all kind of like off to the side. And it's like, have you not been told to settle in yet? You see, it's this weird thing. It's like you're going over to a friend's house and you're not sure what's. (laughs) 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 We've got our shoes on. (laughs) Well, regardless, please. Is there anything I can offer you? Food, drink, um extra blankets I'd love a drink I haven't drank in days we do have some fine weed left over from our last our last brewing now Fialfu you didn't tell me your people knew how to party I'm so down um I think you might have a slight misunderstanding and I'll kind of glance to Mudd to make sure that he's correct in saying that I, I jump down, and I just put my arm around this old lady, and I'm like, let's get fucking drunk. Be all through welcome home. Elon <laughs> has his face across his hand, just like, oh no. I look I look over at Damien, I'm like, and Damien Dam- Dam- is going to go, Rubo. <laughs> what? Get over here. That was very disrespectful. I, I tail between my legs, walk over towards Damien, and I'm like, what? I thought I was... They told us to make ourselves at home. She was offering you a few drinks. You're not going to get drunk here. When we get a good place to rest like a tavern, by all means. I I would 
like to ask a favor. Would you happen to have a stream or, or somewhere where we can bathe? Yes. Yeah, where's that? There is a river about a mile to the north. It's a bit of a walk, but it is worth it. A mile to the north. Well, I think I will try to make myself accustomed. Looks to everybody. I'll be back. Looks to them like, and looks back to her and just kind of like salutes the whole arm across the shoulder like and bows just a little bit like, thank you for your hospitality. And he's, he's going to leave very awkwardly. <laughs> and she kind of gives one final nod. Of course, of course. And seems kind of surprised by the like very official gesture. How are you holding up, Velto? Did you learn anything? Oh, learned more than I could have thought, and perhaps too much in a sense. Um, but we can discuss that later. Let's. No, this... please don't let don't let me interrupt your discussion. I'll. Um, she looks at Rubo. I'll go um, get that drink for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, like, I'm watching Elon walk off, and I'm like, I, I kind of, like, glance at Damien for a second. I was like, maybe I want to take a bath, too. <sighs> do you want a drink, or do you want to watch <laughs> Well, it will be here whenever you want it. And she'll kind of... Elon, wait up! Let's <laughs> take off. <laughs> They'll think she'll give you kind of, like, a comforting pat on the shoulder before walking away. Well, um, the short end of a long conversation, uh, it would turn out that by ritual and rite, I am or will be or currently the leader of this village now. Um, but there are issues with that, as I'm sure you've noticed, <laughs> glancing at whoever else, the random lizard folk who are around. Uh, I've noticed, yeah. I had a talk with your friend as he was going off to his hunting trip again. So, But did did, did he use that word or did, are you just using it? Uh, you're, I guess he uses the word rival, but he seemed genuinely concerned for you. Yes, it's, it's complicated now. That is for certain. A lot of things typically are. Wait, if, if you're there... Through this ritual that you uh, that you just spoke of, uh, if you're their leader, are you are you staying here? Or? No, I no. I've at least perhaps I'll return, but uh, I think it wise to head to the circle of circle of temples that we had planned on going to, and perhaps after their return, there are issues here. It seems that well, the stars are always still there. I was not the only one to have lost their their connection to Horkosh, and that is troubling. Hmm. Well, I mean, like you were saying, just keep going forward now. I guess is the plan for now. But um, well, we can. Well, at least we should need to spend the night here. There's one last business that I must take care of, and perhaps an apology I need to issue. All right. Well, I'm here for you if you need me. I climb down and give Thelthu a really sympathetic pat on the shoulder. <laughs> when we're out of here, I'll I'll say exactly what happened and what I saw. But let's. Well, I don't mean to burden at least you two, and it, the others should be here when I think I say it. Uh, but we can. Well, you all are our guests. And I suppose I am as well, and we should at least try to relax. We have traveled for quite some time, and. Well, the last stop we made didn't end all that well. Oh shit, and we still have to sail in the next few days. Fuck. Yeah, um, I'll probably try to clean up my armor. If you guys got any armor or clothing you need cleaned up and washed, I can take care of it. Um, no, no, I'm okay. Perhaps there's some sort of something the herbalists might have here, or someone that may help you with your fear of sailing? I... I, I need to I need to speak to somebody about something, but I don't know who yet. Um, that's neither here nor there. I I would like to speak to the herbalists about something unrelated, though. If anyone wants to come with me, uh, Damien, it's uh, 
uh, ingredients for the thing I was telling you about. Hopefully, at least. Uh, all right. Yeah, let me know whenever you want me to try and make you something. We can do like a little test run. I'll make something simple. I can always melt down some of the random tools I got. Mostly, I think just to start, I need just a simple, some sort of glove. Thicker than the one I have, the, the ones I wear, like a leather one, maybe. I think that's, I think that's the, I think that's where we need to start. But I need to know if I have alchemical ingredients that will make this work. All right. Um, he's going to look at Thale, too. You have people hunting stuff like that. Do y'all have, like, people who work or who sell leather? I would imagine so. I'm not sure. I, I guess I would know now. <laughs> yeah. So thinking back, your people aren't as much concerned about money as anything else. They very much use what they need from the land and trade anything that they don't instead of using currency. If it's required for something that the Grove needs, then they will sell things for money until they've accumulated what they need to buy what they need. But aside from that, you've seen very little exchange of currency ever. However, there would be, there are various specialized craftsmen throughout the Grove. Those that don't hunt or fish will often do various other types of work. And you know that there would be someone in charge of tending to hides and creating leather and such. Then he'll just go, well, there definitely will be someone working with hides and such, but you may be better off trading rather than uh, purchasing. Um, I don't know if we have much uh, things to trade, but... I mean, I'm a blacksmith. I assume that you, your people need small tools of such. I'm not sure if metal is going to be as common here, but if you could handle the woods and stones, perhaps. Oh, I, I can definitely handle wood. I make handles for a lot of my tools as well. I'll see what I can trade. Yeah, I just... I'll go and find one of the herbalists. Um, you said we're staying here tonight, Thelthu? That I'd like to. Okay. Okay. I think I'll let you two go off that. I, I, don't know, I have the feeling that my presence may not be the most helpful to either of your pursuits right now. That's all right. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go find an herbalist. I'll be back. I'll wander off. While, while they're off doing that, I'm just going to tend to the horses, apologizing to the one that I accidentally shot <laughs> a couple of sessions ago. <laughs> and I believe, um, did we say which one you shot? Uh, I don't remember the name, but I know it was the second horse we got. It was the older one. Tina? Sugar cube. Yeah, Tina Sugar Cube. <laughs> yes, Tina slash Sugar Cube, and she is. She would grumble about it, like you essentially give you the grandma lecture of you need to be more careful with what you're doing. Those things are sharp. That could have killed me. Like you essentially get that lecture for the next ten minutes, and it is definitely not the most fun. As you're doing that, we go ahead and cut over to Rubo and Elon as you make for the river. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm gonna attempt to find north and go north. Elon, sit down! Uh, you coming with me? I, uh, sniff at my pits and I'm like, yeah, I figured I could use a shower. Yeah. Alright, you did throw up on the card on the way, so... Yeah, we Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. I have a little bit of soap on me. You can share. Uh yeah, that sounds great. So yeah, as said, I'm just gonna attempt to find north. <laughs> and if that's easy, then yeah, just head on there. Make me a quick survival check. Please be a one. <laughs> oh, okay. That will be a thirteen. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. You find north fairly easily and Start heading in that direction. It takes you a good bit of walking, but you manage to make your way over to what appears to be a very calmly flowing river and get in to take your bath. Well, this looks like the place. He just immediately starts taking off his armor and clothes. 
As you say that, Rubo's already like half naked, like hobbling one leg out of his pants to jump into the water. Uh, I'm going to go through my bag and take out like this little bitty thing of soap and then get in. Should hit up Chatwin with all that handmade soap. God, I've got so much fucking soap, man. Listen, I'll buy more off of you, but I spent my money on a goddamn horse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, like, I'm gonna clean and stuff, like, do my hair, the whole damn thing. Then I'm gonna look at Rubo, probably look at his hair, and just, like, sigh. I have a lot of hair. All right, Rubo, come here. I'm awaying my way over towards uh, Alon, and my hair is just like a flop of just disgusting mess at this point. Like, we've been on the road for a, a while here. When is the last time you fixed your hair? Uh... All right, bend down. Oh, uh, yeah. And I just kind of flop my hair over. It's totally bent over. Just do what you want to me. So I'm going to use the last of my soap probably on just Rubo's hair. The last little, little bitty bit, I'm like, rub this on your body and scrub. <laughs> While I attempt to untangle his hair, I probably even get, like, my comb from my bag and just start trying to get out tangles. Because <laughs> me being brought up proper just would bug me. This is true. And Alan always has, like, perfect hair. I'm just, just getting it all combed out, just ratty as hell. I'm, like, crying a little bit. I'm like, I don't know that hurts It's not a, stop being a baby. It's not that bad. There's still a bit of dried vomit in his hair. Oh, oh. Insert gag noise. I assume Ayla just grabs her by the dunks him deep into the water. Soaks it all up. I'm dunking you under many times just to get it all done. It's <laughs> <laughs> not waterboarding you, though. <laughs> but, yeah, finally it's just like, <sighs> alright, put your... Try putting your fingers through it. My super long hair, I'm just like, it for the first time in probably like a month. Like, he's probably not been taking care of his hair for a bit. He's just been too distracted and is finally kind of clear of tangles. And he's like, I'm kind of hot. I forgot. Uh, hot. Okay. I mean, not as, not as hot as you or anything. I, that's not what I meant. He's going to blush because he's going to realize what hot meant. And just like, yeah, Um, I'm going to soak. Uh, Yeah, that sounds fun. And Elon's just going to like fucking neck deep. Just relax for a bit. I think with Rubo for like a minute is like sits down next to you. It's just kind of relaxing. There's like some birds overhead. It's it's kind of beautiful and quaint. And then all of a sudden you just get a splash. <laughs> Rubo's just mess starts getting ADHD bored and he's like starts playing around in the water a little bit. Elon just opens his eyes, glares a little bit, really. And all of a sudden it goes totally silent. Uh, you, you open your eyes, Rubo is not above water anymore. I splash him. <laughs> okay, hold on, do I actually, did you actually, like, stealth or something out to find you? What the fuck? Yeah, can I, can I try to sneak around and swim under the water and jump back up on the other side? Roll me a stealth check? <laughs> That's a 19 plus 2, I believe? 2, yeah. So 21. Shit. Yeah, um... Elon, you look away for a second thinking about should I splash him or not? And then when you go back to splash him, you splash an empty space where there was once a Rubo and you see no sign of him anywhere. I get paranoid a little bit like, oh god, wait, did I drown him? What are the others going to think? Damien's going to kill me. <laughs> and all of a sudden your, your ankle just gets grabbed and I just start to pull you under the water. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> This is so stupid! <laughs> God fucking damn it. This is so gay and dumb. <laughs> and that's when I knew that he was the one. <laughs> you just described Rubo in a nutshell. <laughs> I, uh, I pull you, I, after I let you free, I'm, I, I pop up and I'm, I'm just kind of laughing and I'm like, 
All right. Well, if you want to soak a little bit longer, I'm going to just dry off. No, uh-uh. No, no, no. And yeah, I am going to actually push you underwater <laughs> this time. And then afterwards, like, okay, I feel better. <laughs> Alon is so much stronger. It's like looming over Rubo. And boom! I'm so skinny. I'm just, I'm like walking away towards the shore, butt-ass naked. <laughs> but cheeks out the water and everything else. I just feel two strong hands smack me in the back and just <laughs> water splashing up everywhere. <laughs> There's like a fish that like lands on the shore. At that, Elon gets out and gets dressed. <laughs> At the side of the fish? <laughs> no, once I push him, like, alright, I feel better. I'm getting out. Fair enough. And you guys get dressed as we head back to uh, the rest of the party. Chat when you said you were going to see the herbalist. Yeah, uh, just just first one I see. Just very simply approach. Um, hi, uh, I'm looking for something very specific. Do you have anything that has explosive, corrosive, acidic properties? Anything that is like damaging properties? Any sort of local fauna for, or flora? And this younger lizard folk who is you see has kind of been like they appear to have been like working on drying like flower petals at the moment kind of looks up at you and is like um give me a moment to think about that well i suppose if you and not even like saying any of what uh, they're thinking out loud. They kind of just turn around to look at their collection of like herbs and what appear to be like little jars and whatnot. And it's like nah. they grab like a wooden bowl and grab a couple herbs out of some of those jars, not like actually putting them together just yet. Well, if you mix a couple of these with hot water, it might create a destructive reaction. Um, let me test that theory for you. Yes, please. Walks over to the other side of the, of the space so as not to do anything dangerous like immediately in front of you. Puts the kettle back on that's sitting over there from when they must have made tea earlier or something. And they take those herbs, kind of mix them together in the bowl. And then, like, very gingerly, like, re they reach as far as they possibly can, using the full span of their arm to pour the water into the bowl before, like, backing up very quickly and manages to just get out of the way before this mixture starts, like, sizzling and sparking. Mm, I, I'm leaning over the bowl. <laughs> Yeah, and then as you sort of start to lean over it, just whoosh, erupts in flames. It's like, that was a stronger reaction than I was expecting. I um, pull out some empty vials and start stacking them in front of me and take off my gloves. Uh, may I transfer them, transfer the liquids to some of the vials? Um, of course. Okay. I'm going to very carefully and expertly transfer this uh, dangerous liquid into some of these glass vials. How much how many how much is there for me to get how many vials? You would be able to with what they made, you would be able to fill three vials with it. Okay. So I'll take that and kind of set them to the side and put the gloves back on. Uh is there any um uh would you like me to uh buy these three off of you or would you like me to try to trade something? Well, we typically trade around here. Uh, hmm. Is there anything you're willing to part with that you think might suffice? Hmm. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I have some homemade soaps. Ooh, what scents? Oh, I have, I have many scents, actually. I take <laughs> wrapped in individual paper. Uh, I, I like a floral scent. That's what most of these are. Uh, but I also have a few that's like more honey. Uh, I, 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 use, I go through a lot of soap normally. Ooh. We don't have a lot of bees around here, so honey is a bit of uh, a rarity. Could I have 
the honey scent. And do you have like a rose petal? Uh, I don't know if I have a rose petal. I have, um, I have a lavender. That'll work. All right, great. I trade the soaps for the acid. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> I look at the acid with a gleam in my eye and be like, I need to go speak with Damien immediately. <laughs> I'm take my acid, pack my soap back up, and I'm going to go try to find Damien. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Damien, did you wander off anywhere? Yeah, yes, Damien was going to go look for a uh, leather worker. Somebody with, like, pelts. Yes. They would have a forge set up more towards the center of the clearing, not wanting to be near any trees that they could potentially damage with the excessive heat that comes off of the flame yeah uh he's gonna walk up kind of like appreciating it a bit are they working metal you see they do a bit of both actually they mainly have like leather and hides you see some bone items also being made but you do see little like metal like they would have made like very little things with metal you would see some nails and fittings and things yeah that they would have made yeah he's gonna approach and be like oh hello again this very like strong looking uh lizard folk would look up to you and say hello yourself how can i help you and he's like oh uh, nice to meet you i'm i'm damien i'm a blacksmith as well Um, i made my armor and everything I was looking to see if I could possibly either help you out uh, in trade for some some fairly tough leather. I see. Uh, my name is Ravarn. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. As far as work in exchange for leather, I can definitely do that. What sort of work do you provide? Uh, well, I'm pretty good at a forge. I've been a blacksmith for the majority of my life. I can also work leather and wood. I'm a mean cook. I'm pretty much just a handyman. Oh, impressive. Certainly. I'm used to making tools for my village. So you got to learn to carve the wood to make the handles. And some people like leather fittings on the handles for good grip. And then working the metal itself for the tools. In that case, I may have a request for you. We've made a variety of tools mainly out of stone in the past. Hammers, things like that. All right. Would you be able to... I got some steel from the last time that we went into town and did some trading there, but um, would you be willing to make me a metal hammer? Uh, if, if you're looking for a hammer, I do have a spare light hammer on me. Oh, not for battle. The tool itself. Oh, of course. It's really easy to make a hammer. I can show you as well. That would be fantastic. Yes, please. Of course. And he would immediately start like going to get like the fire heated up for you. And and then as it was kind of uh, burning and getting up to temperature, he would show you the leathers and let you choose. All right. Um, he's going to pick like a tougher leather, like... Like an animal with like tougher skin, like maybe a bear's le- or skin or something. I got a 25 for my crafting with Smith's tools to make him one bang up hammer. And it, it turns out flawless. And he's very grateful for the lesson and for the fact that you've made him this hammer. He's also going to pull out his tinker tools and like engrave it and stuff. Hmm, okay. Just to make it look a little bit fancier. Mm-hmm. And indeed it, indeed, it does look much fancier. Definitely something much fancier than he's used to having. But again, he's very appreciative and thanks you for your assistance. Oh, not a problem at all. I, I appreciate the help with the leather. Uh, I might be able to take a hit, but I don't know if I could go hunting a bear with this. Points at his warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of chuckles back as well. It's not often that we... We would hunt with hammers, certainly. Our hunters tend to stick with more of bows and spears. I can see how that would be a bit useful. I'm just so used to swinging a hammer around that it seemed like the logical choice to me. It definitely makes sense in that circumstance, but I also doubt that you're doing the hunting for your group of friends. 
<laughs> that's also probably that's also a very true statement. I do like to cook, though. I, I was wondering, um, do you think that there's anything that I could make or do to maybe try to trade for some meat so I can cook us up a meal? Well, that would be a question of when the hunters return, what they've returned with. I'm sure they'd be willing to trade some. Hmm. All right. Sounds good to me. Thank you. It was really good to get behind a forge again. Of course. And I'm grateful for the lesson. If uh, we stick around a little bit longer, I'll, I'll come and teach you how to make a good bellows. It'll keep your forge really hot and help you melt things down a bit easier. That would be fantastic. Thank you. I've never heard of this bellows contraption. David's going to go back to the group. Alrighty. And you all reconvene. Delta, were you doing anything in particular at this moment? or No, nothing in particular. Pretty much just waiting for everyone to return. And everyone would slowly reconvene after all of their shenanigans coming into sort of early mid-evening at this point. But you all kind of meet back at your cart. Chat one. Yes? Please tell me you have some soap I can buy off of you. I have so much. You can just have some. I'll ask you for it when I need it then. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I keep some on me. At all times, Aylan. If there's one thing you need to know about me, I always have a way to keep myself clean. I point at Rubo. I had to use all of mine on his hair. Holy shit. It looks great though, huh? And I like it's like bouncing in the wind. It's all shiny and everything. <laughs> Can I braid it? Uh sure. I've never done that before. I uh, my sister used to braid my hair all the time and she taught me how and it's I just I I want to uh, your hair looks nice, and I want you to play with it. Yeah. Damien's going to look over at Rubo and be like, my daughter braided my hair once, and it was not very comfortable, but yeah, give it a try. Maybe you'll like it. Oh, Damien, I got some acid. <laughs> I got leather, and I, I taught one of, uh, I helped one of the, the folks over here who's a blacksmith. I taught him how to work metal pretty well, and I think I'm going to try and make him a bellows to heat up his forge. Uh, should we find somewhere to set up a campsite for the night and just kind of, we can all catch up on the events of the day there? Because it's... That sounds like a pretty good plan. That's a good idea. Okay, great. Put my acid away (laughs) with the rest of my alchemist supplies. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Elon Elon, like whispers, what do you need acid for? To corrode things or people. Ah, ah, okay. Things check. People? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are many situations where acid would have been useful to me and I didn't have any. I wanted to make sure I had some. <laughs> this is DM. Damien is going to go about, like, sit down as we're, like, setting up to rest and get his armor out and start polishing it and cleaning it and subconsciously cast prestidigitation. And you do so. And before you can really start scrubbing most of the armor you watch as all of the scuffs and spots of dirt just begin to almost appear to just fly off as if you were scrubbing the entire thing all at once he's immediately gonna run over to chatwin 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 it's happening again what what what's happening he's gonna hold his armor up and be like look how clean it is oh good job i just touched it you what Give me something of yours that's dirty. I nothing of mine is dirty. You don't have like dirt stains on your shoes or nothing. I hold up my shoes; they're polished. <laughs> he takes his tunic off right there, <laughs> starts to like scrub it, and subconsciously casts his prestidigitation again. And you watch as the dirt and a couple stains, as if he were scrubbing it, just disappear. Oh, that would be a very useful spell to have. Do you think I can use this on Rubo? Hey, Rubo. Uh, yeah. Come here for a moment. Sure. Rubo is totally clean right now for once in his freaking life. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What's up? Shit. This was the one person that I thought for sure we could test this on. Uh, I'll just test it on myself. I'm a little dirty. Test, test what out? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just back away slowly. 
Wait, which chapter did we end on, Rubo? Uh, I think we're in chapter six. Okay, great. I'll, I'll see you later tonight. <laughs> hey, hey, Rubo, you can stick around and watch. I'm going to try and magic myself clean like I did my armor and my tunic. All right, Damien's doing magic. Oh, yeah, let's see. He's going to attempt to do it to himself and fail several times before he subconsciously does it again and starts cleaning his hair and himself. Yeah, and just like last time, like he said, he would take quite a bit of time and you're almost like, okay, I don't know that there's really anything to see here and then all of a sudden the dirt starts flying off him. Huh. You know, the first thing that um, I ever learned how to do um, when I first started being able to um, uh, cast, cast spells was um, I twist the copper ring around my pinky and I cast message to Damien was uh, this. Um, this was one of the first things that I learned how to do. Damien's going to jump. <laughs> <laughs> I used it to um, scare my siblings, just like that, because none of them were uh, like me. <laughs> well, the first thing I learned how to do was blow something up. <laughs> I mean, I learned that too eventually, obviously. <laughs> Someone fired my hands and then put it back out, because I remember we're in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Uh, we. Uh, when we're in a less um, populated area, I think we should test it a bit to see what else you can do. Yeah. I like that idea, but I am going to get rest as I have been driving a cart all day and then I went into a forge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll um, swing by and say hi to Theothu one more time before I... Are you... I'm guessing you're staying up a bit? For a bit, there's... Or what time is it now, actually? It's starting to get, like, to... Seven or eight o'clock at this point. Uh, the sun's starting to set here. We're hitting the hay early. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll go. I'll. I will be up for a bit. There is. Well, I'm going to try and solve the problem or seek answers for once um, from the stars, and then I'll. I'll be back here. Okay. Um. I just. Uh, it's on my list to say everything at one point, but. I'll start small. Um, I, for about three years, couldn't remember anything myself. One, a few years. I don't know three, but, and the remembering part was hard, so. It seemed to have, well, uh, my teacher has well, magics, I suppose, or something. I remember mostly everything once again, and I'll share with everyone in the morning. I can see if the travel was harsher than I thought on well, Damien, at least. Um, do, do, do you remember everything now? Unfortunately, I do. It's, it can't all be bad. Most of it is. So. But um, that's that's just me. <laughs> I just wanted to um, check in because you're the I, re- I really like you a lot, Thelthu, and I and I, I want to make sure that you have an easier time. I appreciate it, and I'm sorry that your past wasn't as, well, I don't, mine was pleasant and normal enough, I suppose, and yours wasn't as that way. That's um, right. But it's, it's easier now, in a way, but there will, the, I'll know for certain when we make it to the temples what, uh, will become of well, my future, I suppose. But I, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Just, if you need help with any part of it, I can't say I'm the expert on these kinds of things, but I, as far as I know, I'm the only one here with that experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it is a strange one. Yeah. I think we're going to have to, I think I'm going to have to tell our friends eventually. <laughs> Perhaps if I wouldn't, force yourself to if you don't want to i well we're all at my home and well if i can't tell my why everyone is looking at me strangely without telling that story so yeah anyways i don't want to take up too much of your time um i'm going to get some rest you should too at one point tonight um 
but I don't think we we don't need to be keeping watch here, do we? I I'd hope not. I don't. We should be safe enough. Okay, then I won't worry about it. <clears throat> well, uh, I'm going to go off and continue my work and get some rest myself eventually. Good night to you, Theodore. Night to you as well, gentlemen. I'll shuffle off and continue my scribbling before eventually settling down. And with that, as everyone begins to settle in and make their final preparations for the evening, I think that's where we're going to leave it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all so much for listening to our Starry Boys shenanigans. We finally figured out what happened to Thelthu. So if you want more interesting moments like this, we are on social media. We are Chronicles of Kriath Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And we also post our full episodes to YouTube if you're not a huge fan of podcast platforms. But we've discovered a lot this evening and it looks like we'll be discovering a lot more. So please join us next time if you want to learn more about our lovely starry boy. But in the meantime, thank you all again so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye! 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 Bye. Does this mean that Delphi is afraid of cliffs now? Ah!